Good morning. My name is Jonika Stoge. You're listening to Moral Compass Podcast. Today, my guest is Crystal, Christy Davis. She is a registered uh, dental hygienist. Christy, can you introduce yourself a little bit more? Good morning, everyone. I am Christy Davis. I am a University of Detroit Mercy graduate. I have been in dentistry for uh, 29 years, mm-hmm. and wow. I am excited to share my knowledge with you all this morning. Mm-hmm. And uh, you say you're registered uh, dentist, uh, dentist hygienist. What states have you practiced in? Oh, well, um, I'm a graduate of the University of Detroit Mercy, so Michigan, of course, and here in Nevada. Oh, okay. So just us. Very nice. Okay. Um, so uh, dealing with African-American people and uh, cleaning teeth and, and helping us with our teeth, what are some of the things that we need to look out for as African-Americans? I am going to, if it's okay with you, address minorities mm-hmm. because... Um, There are similarities, there are differences, and because we are so multicultural, multiracial anymore, Mm -hmm. it's important that I speak to the dynamics from both sides. Mm -hmm. From minorities. And so, uh, what I'd like to first and foremost share with you the reason I came to dentistry was uh, from a child. Okay. I lived with my grandparents and. Everyone in my home had dentures. I was four. This was what catapulted me from four years old to already know my goal in life was to educate people how to keep their teeth in their mouths. (laughs) I laughed because it never left me. I didn't Uh know what the title was. Yeah. But I attended what is now SECTA but at the time was Voltec, Southern Nevada Vocational Technical Trade Center. Mm -hmm. And I was in the health occupations program. Mm -hmm. And in that program, and then when you go into the second year, then you get to look at the careers and healthcare. And I identified as a uh, a 11th grader what my career would be in healthcare. Wow, that's wonderful. In 11th grade, you kind of knew. And it, well, I knew I knew at four. Okay. I didn't know the title uh-huh, until uh-huh. 11th grade. Okay. And so you saw everybody taking their dentures out at home? They were in a cup. There was a <laughs> cup in the cabinet, on the sink, on the window ledge, in the towel closet. And I had my teeth, and so I knew I wanted to help people. Right, yeah, <laughs> keep, this, keep their teeth. Yes, and so um, <laughs> fast forward to even as recent as 2022, mm-hmm. I was speaking with one of my patients, and he explained to me that during the time in the 60s, in the 70s, uh-huh. If you wanted a great smile and did not have the finances to make that happen, you got a denture. Okay. And you mentioned African, um, the African-American culture. If you reflect back on the South, yes, the people with, that brought gold 
uh-huh. in the smile was on a denture. <laughs> Mostly oh. on a denture, an open face, a star, uh-huh. um, <laughs> a um, a solid den- a gold tooth. Okay. Started on a denture. Yes. And then it, we started incorporating that into our natural teeth. Okay, so th- was that, are you referring to the music industry? Absolutely not. Okay. People from the South. Uh-huh. Um, all of so, those dentures in my home yeah. had gold on them. It was a of, regular of some, in some the community. On the, from the, the midline to the left or midline to the right, uh-huh. that second tooth over from the midline yes. had a solid gold on it. Ah. It was covered solid gold. Okay. And, um, and so, but you had the ability to make those dentures Look however you desired. Look but whatever color you wanted, silver or gold or... However straight, however <laughs> natural, whatever alignment. And this however is white. Why, yes. Uh-huh. This is why there were so many dentures in my home. But this is this is 28 years after I <laughs> been into my career with the goal yeah. of educating people how to maintain their gum and bone for the rest of their life. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, and it was, I was made aware this is why it happened. Mm-hmm. They, they could have had healthy teeth yeah. um, and healthy bone, but they didn't look the way they wanted them to, and they could not afford to maybe correct crowding mm. to get their teeth whiter, mm-hmm. maybe there was buck teeth, maybe there was gaps, but okay. could not, uh, My apparently my family could have had financial restraints that limited uh-huh. how they could correct uh, aesthetics yeah. in their smile. Okay. And this was common, a very uh-huh. common practice. What causes the, I like to call it the stray hand gap, Um. The gap in between the two front teeth, do we do we know or have we researched at all what kind of causes that gap or is it just genetic running the family? It can be genetic. Okay. It can be a muscle attachment between the two front teeth. Oh. It could be spacing. Okay. Several uh-huh. factors okay. can right. cause it because, as you see, it's not big enough for a tooth. Right. And uh-huh. usually that gap is not big enough for a tooth to fit in. And there. usually the person that has that gap isn't missing yeah. a tooth. Yes. So okay. um, several um, jaw reasons of why yes. it is. Yes. Okay. Okay. So um, in speaking in regards to our teeth and our health, what are some things that we can do um, at a young age, probably in our 20s and our 30s, to keep our teeth healthy um, and not have dentures. And so this is something that's been important for me, again, because I this, I looked at this when I was four years old. It is important to brush twice a day. It's, it's maintenance, mm-hmm. diet, mm. and mm. care. And so going to the dentist every six months. Yes, as a, a, a small child, mm-hmm. and it's not something they can do on their own. It's required by um, their parent or permission in the school district. Some um, underserved schools uh-huh. in Las Vegas have has Future Smiles, which is an in-school dental program and other programs of that 
nature. I mentioned Future Smiles. It's some, mm-hmm. an organization I volunteered with briefly. I know mm-hmm. they exist, and there are other others. Okay, organizations of that nature that come into the school and, with permission from the parents, Wonderful. are allowed to pull the child out of the class yeah. to provide dental services if they don't have the ability uh, access to care. Okay, and then also diet. Mm. Um, yeah, speak on that. Touch on that for a while. As with anything, yeah. your your body um, is all one part. Mm-hmm. And so what you put in your mouth, it affects your mouth as well as it affects. It passes first through your mouth. Yes. And it goes into your body. So if it's not good for your, your body or too mm-hmm. much mm-hmm. is excessive for your body, it's going to have a negative effect on your dental care. Okay. And so being mindful of the carbs and the sugar okay. and carbonation mm-hmm. and acid. Mm. Um, when I say acid, I'm speaking to juices, lime, ah. lemon juice, lime juice, orange juice, coffee, uh-huh. Uh-huh. at those acids. Okay. As well as um, uh, the sugars, the acids, the high. What about salt at all? Uh, salt does not affect the, the tooth. Teeth. But Gums. it does affect your body, okay. which in turn is now an immune compromised condition that affects how your gum tissue ah, uh, mm-hmm. looks. Okay. And so that, which when you have high blood pressure, you're taking mm-hmm. medication. Yeah. Then you um, are predisposed to gingivitis. Gingivitis. Okay. So um, right. just going, just making sure you're brushing twice a day, flossing. And my philosophy is, and, okay. and I'm never going to tell you to not brush your teeth, but I will tell you if you have to choose between brushing and flossing, mm-hmm. please floss. Because mm. if you have a decent diet, that's going to remove the some of the plaque from on your teeth, but nothing goes in the space between your teeth except floss. Okay. So it's so important mm-hmm. that you floss. Okay. All right. And you floss once or twice a day? One is once is the standard. Okay. But I floss multiple times because mm-hmm. any food in between your teeth and oh, um, is going yeah. to a ca- can can cause an odor. So flossing after a meal is flossing. always good. Yes, it is. Okay, all right. Um, we talked about uh, you talked about um, our diet. What is the number one food um, that we as African Americans might like that is is damaging to our teeth? Cereal, um, sugar cereal, sugar coated cereal. <gasps> yes, that's true because. Cereals full of sugars. And sometimes we can uh, eat it in excess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So sugars. And I would have thought she would have said pop because that's that's a, that's a big one that I I hear about. But, yeah, sugar, the, the cereals, uh, the first thing in the morning, what we eat. Well, cereal. when I think and, and soda is, but when you when I when you said food, I thought mm-hmm. of um, mm-hmm. something tangible. Soda, of course. Yeah. Um, we are, as a culture, decreasing the soda intake. Yeah. Um, yeah, drinking more water, bottled water. But 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 li- but soda. Uh huh. Juices. Uh huh. Even the. Um, That's big. Sipping on coffee. Yeah, with creamer, sipping coffee with creamer mm-hmm. is has if not more sugar than cereal. 
Wow. Because really we're supposed to use two tablespoons of sugar in our cup of coffee. Yeah. And we use a lot more than that. that. And that is, that is, <laughs> <laughs> let's be honest. That's a, that's a tall order. <laughs> let's be honest. We, we use a little bit more than yeah, absolutely. two tablespoons. Yeah, two tablespoons there. Hmm. <laughs> All right. So, um, yeah, with with uh, let's speak to any um, adult who possibly didn't have good child care, uh, health, uh, healthy teeth as children or their parents weren't able to, you know, take care of their teeth like they they should have. Um, what can adults do now uh, to kind of recover from something like that? Even if you're afraid, go to the dentist. Even if you don't have insurance, call to find out what the cash fee is. Yes, a lot of times under $200. Every... For cleaning. Every one in three adults, 30 and over, has has periodontal disease, which means you're losing bone around your teeth. Mm. The number one contributor to that is inconsistency, with going for cleanings. That's number yeah. one. Yeah. Every one, one in three adults, 30 mm-hmm. and older, has some form of periodontal disease. So I encourage you, when you're, even if you're afraid, go to the dentist and let them know. They will see it on your face. You are afraid. Go anyway. There mm-hmm. are measures that can be taken to decrease your anxiety or your fears. Just get there. Uh, go every six months. Sometimes it's your once you have periodontal disease, it's required for, or recommended that you go every three to four months because you've lost bone around the tooth. Mm-hmm. You have areas that can't be cleaned now by your toothbrush or your floss. That's harboring bacteria, causing mm-hmm. more bone loss. Mm-hmm. And so, I know it requires a little bit more of your time. A little more anxiety to go into the dentist office every three to four months mm-hmm. and most of the time insurance doesn't pay but your mouth is connected to your body and if you have bacteria in your mouth it's mm-hmm. in your body and it's affecting other areas mm-hmm. so I encourage all adults all all children there is an answer it may require more time um, or it's going to require more money. One of the two will be required, time or money, or mm-hmm. in, in most, and sometimes both. Mm-hmm. However, I encourage if you want to keep your teeth, mm-hmm. um, go into the dentist office. Okay. Um, and I, I, I should have uh, looked this up, but do, do the tonsils have anything to do with our teeth? Um, well, they're a part of your your. Oral cavity. Overall mouth. Mm-hmm. Your uh-huh. oral cavity. Okay. Uh, it has a lot to do with your throat. Okay. So more mm-hmm. so with the throat. Nothing to do with the teeth. Meaning what your your question, how um, would the tongue? So for instance, for a while, mm-hmm. it was very popular and very common to take out the tonsils. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot, uh, And so within the last 10 years, I'd say, it's become a little bit more uncommon to take out the tonsils. Has that affected our teeth or mouth health in any way? Um, the tonsils and the adenoids are use, are connected to your nasal passage, the sinuses. Okay. 
And okay. so when children had a lot of ear infections, mm-hmm. when they had a lot of tonsillitis issues, yes, when they couldn't, when they had difficulty breathing, right, the tonsils were removed. Okay. And now research is showing there are other means, other ways to widen the passage, passage. Yeah. the passage uh-huh. so that people can breathe. It's it's interesting because that's a conversation for another day. But <laughs> sleep apnea, oh, happens because yes. uh, one of the contributing factors of sleep apnea. And there's a lot of continuing education courses right now. I actually took one several weeks ago mm-hmm. that talked about widening the arch, the upper arch, the airway. Yes, so that people can the um you can breathe brother better mm. but by widening the airway you mm-hmm. that's widening the arch mm-hmm. and that's going to dec- decrease the amount of crowding people oh. experience with teeth with their teeth oh. and so then it's going to cover a couple of things less and in- fewer infections mm-hmm. better sleeping more cogn- better cognition uh-huh. um no um, decreased dry mouth which increases um, decay because the saliva isn't washing like it should because it's not enough saliva uh-huh. um, and um, less issues with um, the um, occlusion, the appearance, the aesthetics. Oh, uh, okay. Mm-hmm. The aesthetics. Mm-hmm. Mm. The appearance of the teeth. Mm-hmm. Because okay. you're widening the arch, now you're making more room. There is an appliance. It doesn't just happen by... Um, uh, naturally, naturally, when okay. they widen the arch, you use an they use an appliance to uh-huh. expand the arch, and in that expanding, it makes more room for your teeth, which in turn decreases the crowding. Yeah. At the same time, the the research, the information has demonstrated that people are sleeping better, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so if if that answers your question, and so now it's no longer necessary to take. Um, Tonsils and adenoids out yeah, um, okay. as much as it was ten years ago. Right. Yeah. I just that was just a trend that I was noticing, and I was wondering why it it kind of stopped. So that totally answers that question. Um, going a little bit to the morbid side, mm-hmm. um, a lo- oftentimes um, humans are identified by our teeth. Um, what? What in the teeth, like, is it just, like, fingerprints that everybody has different structure, or what is that? Yes, um, like fingerprints. Mm-hmm. And that part of the, I mean, that's the bone. The bone is the hardest, the second hardest structure in the body. Mm-hmm. Enamel and then the bone. So those are the two strongest areas mm-hmm. of the body, and they don't, they deteriorate but they don't um i mean you've seen skeletons mm-hmm. of people yeah years everything else went away right. even if the teeth no longer had life to them of course they don't no longer have life yeah they're still intact okay and they go to the any of the x-rays that were ever taken for mm-hmm. said don john Doe, and they mm-hmm. they the teeth don't go into a database. And so there must be an inclination of who this person could be. 
Okay. So there's a lot more research that goes into it aside from uh-huh. let's bring in the hygienist that um, is a public health hygienist and she specializes in head and neck anatomy uh-huh. to come up with who this person could be. She has a, a, um, a, a some information, some data on some people, right. and then they go back to their dental records. She does; they do the research to go back to their dental records and mm-hmm. they can identify them like that. But yes, it, it is a fingerprint, but it doesn't; put, it's not put into a database. Okay, okay. Um, <clears throat> I have a friend who is getting uh, braces for the third time in her life. Now she's in her thirties, but when is it? Like, kind of too late to get braces. Never. I had patients, I mean, Invisalign, Mm -hmm. um, correcting it. The the teeth are moving every day. Right. And so it it will be a bit more painful at Mm. 70 um, with traditional braces and with, um, depending on how much relapse has happened, which means the teeth go back to where they were because they want to go back to where they were unless mm-hmm. they put somewhere else. It will be more uncomfortable, but as long as you have healthy bone around your teeth, mm-hmm. it's never too late. Okay, so so help me understand. Why, why do our teeth shift? I don't understand that. Because we're putting stressors on them. Ah, your, okay. Your, your jaw, you're biting your top teeth to your bite, your bottom teeth. Uh-huh. And that is stress. When you're chewing, you're putting force. Uh-huh. Anything you put force on can move. Oh, okay. And when you're okay. doing it consistently, mm-hmm. there's always the ability to move. Okay. Um, and can you speak to some of the foods that might um, give us, like, sensitive teeth? Like any, so let's let's give the disclaimers. Okay, food does not cause sensitivity unless it's an acidic food that can increase your sensitivity. But once you've taken the gum tissue away, Mm -hmm. or you have a fracture or something going on, then sweet foods, foods that are sweet and Uh foods that are sugary can okay. give you a zinger when you have um, an area of the tooth, which is called dentin. That's the second layer of tooth structure when that portion of the tooth is uncovered mm-hmm. and you have these foods, then you are it can give you a zinger. Okay, so foods aren't necessarily causing the sensitivity. It's something else going on with the tooth. Food does not cause the sensitivity. Uh-huh. Um, it's an indicator to you that you have something going on with that tooth. Okay. Um, even lemon does not cause sensitivity. Lin- lemon causes enam- um, the erosion of the, ena- of the enamel on the tooth. It causes mm-hmm. the enamel to go away. Okay. And okay. then you're now sensitive. Mm-hmm. Some men, young adults that aren't ready to go to college. Mm-hmm. They aren't sure mm-hmm. because I probably graduated with between 35 and 60 extra credits Yeah, because I had to retake classes Yeah, because they expired. They had lapsed. They expired. Yes. <laughs> so my, yes. I have a Bachelor of Science. A lot of people do. Yeah. And um, a dental hygiene certificate. 
Okay. Um, once I started, once I actually got into the program, uh-huh. it was only two years, but it was an accelerated program. Okay. It was between 24 and 28 credit hours each semester. Uh-huh. Um, I, if I could go back and do it again, I would. Okay. Because I needed that. But when I went hard, I went hard because before I got into the program, I already had two years ah. worth of my education. Okay. And so. Um, what what made you put Michigan from St. Louis? Because I was starting to lose my, my credits were starting to expire. Okay. I needed to go into a program that didn't have a waiting list. Ah. And because I went to St. Louis, that's where I'm from. But the school where I attended had a waiting list. Really? Had a waiting list. And so once you get on the waiting list, yeah. then you have to wait until... A spot you, opens. Yes. And and you might not be the first person on the waiting list. Absolutely, I was not. Um, and so it was going to be two years before I could go into the program, and I had, was already... Yeah. It, my credits were expiring, so UMK... There were other schools nearby. Yeah. I had a relationship with a gentleman in Michigan, and I said... Okay. If, if I can find a school in your state that has a program with an open registration every year, uh-huh. it starts over. Oh, okay. Every year, there's no waiting list. Every oh, year, the uh-huh. interest list starts over. Uh-huh. And I, there, there were two options at that time. Um, there were, I think there's 13 hygiene programs in Michigan. And oh, wow. <laughs> right, and so that's yeah, that's the profession that's, of choice. <laughs> yeah, that is a, a large pool. <laughs> but um, the two I checked at another university and this university, and the reason I wanted one of those two universities is because of location, because okay. of rotations. I had rotations at the VA hospital, at the Oof. county hospital, <laughs> migrant farm workers clinics. Really? School, oh my goodness! Um, the women's clinic, um, our own cl- um, dental clinic, uh-huh. which is international, so it oh. has every specialty available yeah. to you there. Yeah. And so I had a population that I would never not be familiar with, right? Or have exactly. been exposed to. Yeah. I actually had an autistic patient that uh-huh. was. Only wanted to see me. Oh, we went out into yeah. the um, long-term care facilities mm. and gave me comfort in mm. working with specialists. Yeah, because that was really scary for me. That how would I get obtain this education and then to be able to stand on what I know for sure in the mm-hmm. face of my authority? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where would that? courage come from mm-hmm. and when I attended the university where I graduated from when I went into the program I had a dental student mm-hmm. and a periodontal student okay we were already partnered yeah oh, <laughs> from day wow. from day one from day one we would meet we would work hand in hand okay um and so they set you up for the team right away yes, kind of yes. okay and so that helped to build my courage um that's very Wow. <laughs> um, you were sp- speaking about your um, rotations. Yes. How long were your rotations? Like how long was where you saw all these different communities? Um, so the program was two years. I think the only time we got off was at Christmas. We, uh, we had college 
during the summer. So nothing was shut. You know, we were always in clinic. Okay, yeah. And so my patient base from my, when I went into the clinic as a, a second, a first year hygiene student, uh-huh. those were my patients. And then when the, the class graduated from me, uh-huh. When they graduated, they gave me some of their patients, and I gave some of my patients to the hygiene students coming in. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. Um, a year, uh-huh. for sure, you were responsible for these patients. Okay. Um, in the um, At the clinic, you saw uh, the rotations. You, you were there like six weeks for your rotations. So you okay. can all hope the goal is to have the patient come back for a six-week right. follow-up. Yeah. Um, and sometimes we had several rotations at a specific site. So the uh-huh. VA hospital, we went there twice. Okay. So we could have seen them the l- last time when we were there. Yeah. Did you see anything different in the military patients, the yes. VA patients, than Medication. those who have not mm-hmm. been in combat and been in some stress, as stressful situations as those are? Oh, you treat all the patients the same. Mm-hmm. Treat all the patients the same. And mm-hmm. so... That's like a pa- like patients off the street. Mm-hmm. We all, you know, you can't j- judge us based on what we look like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not, you know, it's not for us to judge. Mm-hmm. Our responsibility is to provide care. Okay. So you you, you provide care for everyone. Mm. Okay. All right. Wow. All right. So um, let's talk about what are some of the things to keep our gums a little bit healthier. Um, you were talking about flossing. That's yes. likely one. Yes, that's priority. But also brushing technique. Mm. As children, fifty years ago, uh-huh. I was instructed to scrub my teeth backwards and forwards with my toothbrush. Yes. As later, it was identified that causes you to take your gum tissue away, which in turn uncovers the dentin, mm. which in turn, when you eat certain mm-hmm. foods, mm-hmm. increases sensitivity. Yes. But to maintain the gum tissue, it's now um, been identified and clearly stated that a small circular stroke, which is why um, what the electric toothbrushes mimic, mm-hmm. some kind of windshield wiper or circular stroke, half moon, mm-hmm. um, Brushes down into the gum space versus mm-hmm. brushing on top of the gum face. Space. Okay. Okay. Um, and that, uh, so brushing technique, flossing, mm-hmm. um, rinsing your mouth out after you eat, and um, keeping saliva in your mouth. There are people can have gum tissue issues mm-hmm. because they have a dry mouth. Okay. Mm-hmm. Can you speak to what smoking does to our overall mouth? I, I, I will. I'm happy you asked this question um, because now there is vaping, there's hookah, mm. um, marijuana has um, yeah. uh, become more accepted, um, legalized, and there is... Um, THC tablets. Yeah. Yes. And so smoking now comes in different varieties uh, or the chemicals in from smoking 
come in different varieties and it affects the mouth different. Before, when it was uh, mainly inhaled, inhaled through the cigarette smoke, mm-hmm. um, all of it, let's say that all, all of the smoking decreases blood flow. And anything that has a decrease in blood flow will start to wither, wow. if that makes sense. Yeah. And so I can, we, we as oral health professionals mm-hmm. can identify when people are smoking, even if they tell us they don't. <laughs> and um, for years, I, um, and I because it decreases the blood supply, it, it's also silent in de- destruction. Oh, it's silent in destruction because we don't always respond to thirst. Oh, yeah. we don't always respond to um, a dry mouth um, mm-hmm. correctly. Okay, because you can have a mouthful of saliva, but the consistency of your saliva is so watery that it does not clean. It runs over. And you can also have a decrease in saliva. Mm-hmm. Um, and and you think it's thirst, you think it's water mm-hmm. that will assist you in your oral health with mm. this issue. But the water is just as viscous as... Um, watery saliva mm-hmm. and so um, we need to reincorporate nutrients into your mouth mm. regularly so mm-hmm. that you can keep a healthy mouth okay keep a healthy mouth um so most of pe- most people that smoke um have periodontal disease um, oh, okay you don't get the signs like bleeding yeah Normally, if you see bleeding, there's an issue. People who have bloody mouths, they come to the dentist. My mouth is bleeding when I brush. And with smoking, you usually don't get that. Mm. Um, or sometimes we can be embarrassed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so how long after um, someone quits smoking, does it not reverse itself, but do does your saliva become healthy or does your... Um, I guess it would kind of reverse itself. It gets worse before it gets better because once you quit smoking, then all of the well, the all of the bleeding and things like that you didn't see when you were smoking. Yeah, it appears and it's good because now you have the symptoms and we can cleanse you of those toxins. And so you go in for mm-hmm. your dental cleaning mm-hmm. and um, let your provider know that. I'm no longer, you know, I smoke for however long. Mm-hmm. And you, you should be getting your bone levels checked when you go to the dentist office. As an adult, um, between 18 and 21 years old, they start checking your bone levels, taking measurements around your teeth to uh, um, continuously observe and evaluate mm-hmm. your bone levels and confirm that you're not losing bone around your teeth. Okay, so that's what the bone levels tell you guys is if we're losing structure and yes. bone structure. Yes. Okay. Okay. Um, <clears throat> as far as um, water, is there like I know I understand that there's hard water, there's soft water. Um, we have bottled water as as far as like spring water, um, all types of different types of waters. What water is most damaging to the teeth? From what I understand, um, possibly the water from the 
20s or the 30s uh, was kind of damaging to the teeth. Um, and we've moved into not as damaging of water. Probably it was unfiltered. There <laughs> it was, we go. It was unfiltered there water. And um, so there was still toxins in there. And then there weren't any of the minerals. We did Some places, like minerals. Vegas, Vegas has a lot of minerals in our yes. waters. And there's a balance. Okay. There's a balance. So, um, But in, in your body with vitamins, mm-hmm. whatever it doesn't need, it's... It, um, releases, but if it's coming through your mouth, your your teeth are now the filter. Oh, uh-huh. And so that that could be yeah. damaging. Okay. Um and I I um need to touch on this since you're from Detroit. Okay. Um the water crisis that is uh, happening in one of the cities in Michigan. And so I uh, just want to Clarify, I am from St. Louis. Okay. I went to college in Detroit. Okay. But it's close enough. <laughs> it's close. <laughs> I attended college um, there, but I am familiar with the um, water issue in uh, one of the cities in, in Michigan. And from my understanding, it was because chemicals were being dumped, were being polluted into that water, which was um, like... And then it wasn't being filtered. Okay, so it, the toxins, the people ah, were drinking the water, and the toxins were still present. So, okay. if you've ever gone down to the city of Las Vegas water district, yes, it's huge. Uh huh. <laughs> it's huge, and they have the plants all over the city filtering filter the water. The water. Yes. So filtering the water is very important. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Um, Excuse me, just real quick. If you can imagine a parking lot and the runoff from all of the scum on a parking lot, rain, Mm. rain Mm. washes away the scum on the parking lot. Yes. And then that goes into the water. The the water. water supply. Yeah. And if you, you know, there's some things you chew the fat, you know, you heard that chew the fat Mm -hmm. and chew the meat and spit out the fat. Yes. That is going to be something that needs to be filtered. Okay. Oh, wow. That's, that's very interesting. Okay. So, um, from my understanding, we have not as a society and as humans figured out how to effectively or economically filter ocean water. Hmm. Um, a lot of people do swim in the ocean. Is that, does that have any effect on our mouth or, um, I know sometimes we do, (laughs) unfortunately, swallow the salt water or the, you know, the chemicals or, or, um, natural things that are in the ocean. I I would think because that's salt, that's salt water, um, and what I the only, the comparison I could give is a swimmer. It's something called swimmer's mouth. Mm-hmm. Um, the people that swim on on the swim team, mm-hmm. they have, um, they can they are predisposed to issues with their teeth. Okay, because of the chlorine. chlorine. And so I would imagine that someone that swim in the ocean a lot, um, and then it's salt water. Okay, um, wow, I did not know anything about that. So that's very interesting. Um, is there any subject that I haven't 
covered because of my lack of knowledge. Yeah, I, <laughs> I would just like to just remind everyone to get into the dentist office, even in your fear. Mm-hmm. Remember to um, brush twice a day for two minutes and floss daily. It doesn't matter what time of day you floss. At least one time mm-hmm. is most consistent, and that's going to help decrease the decay you see in between your teeth. It's going to assist you with keeping your gum and bones for a lifetime mm-hmm. and to decrease your potential to um, have pain, to run into pain. So I would encourage you to get out and everyone get out and get a dental visit twice a year, twice a year. Okay. What are some of the cosmetic things that we could do to our teeth? I know we've talked about, you know, putting gold in our mouth and <laughs> next thing you know, a di- I think I've seen a diamond in a, in a tooth. <laughs> yes, I've seen those stones on the teeth. Yes, I have seen stones on teeth. Um, they're doing different things these days. Um, but long-term healthy cosmetics, um, there's always whitening. Mm-hmm. Um, there's always Invisalign or Orthodontia, um, which is braces. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Both Invisalign and Orthodontics correct your uh, crowding and the bite and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. Uh, just different. If you know you aren't going to floss um, mm-hmm. or if floss is a challenge for you, you will, um, because you know you need to do it, you will probably be more inclined to do it. Mm-hmm. I love the convenience of Invisalign that I can take my tray out, mm. brush and floss my teeth, put my tray back in. Mm-hmm. But some that does require discipline. Mm-hmm. If you're not disciplined, get traditional braces. And you can be mm-hmm. 75. And if your dream has always been to enhance your smile, get your braces. Mm-hmm. Um, there's crowns. There's veneers. Veneers. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, veneers preserves the tooth structure crown sometimes you aren't a candidate because of whatever is going on with your structural um, your current structure okay you may be required to get a crown Mm -hmm. Um, using an electric toothbrush Mm -hmm. um, allowing the toothbrush to brush for you not assisting the toothbrush to brush because it is moving yeah using a water pick Everyone could benefit from using a water pick. What's a um, water pick? So it's a tool similar to that in the dentist office where we put the stream of water on your teeth. Oh, okay. yeah. And so it flushes out food particles in between your teeth. This is not a commercial for water pick. I just happen to love the water pick because I have seen and experienced what it can do. Okay, and we um, can get that in the aisle on the in the store. Yes. Okay. Yes, and, and, and every merchandiser has an electric toothbrush of some sort, and the water pick. Water pick is the brand. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not throwing out names, but mm-hmm. that there mm-hmm. is no other name for me to call it. It is a. Oh, okay. Um, and um, these these tools are the beginning mm-hmm. of maintaining. Um, okay. It's important to, and, and if you aren't interested in an electric toothbrush, that's you can still maintain your gum and bone for a lifetime using a manual brush. If you indulge in red wine, coffee, tea, soda, smoking, uh-huh. mixed greens, berries, those things uh-huh. carry stain. Um, so what you're telling us is that with any brush, 
our motion should be circular. Yes. Okay. Yes. Not back and forth. Correct. Okay. All right. Correct. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Um, go ahead and shout out your um, where we can find you at if you would like to. Oh, thank you so uh, much. Yeah. I just your local hi, just your local dentist office. There are in Nevada. We have more dentist office per capita income than any other city in the probably in the world. Mm -hmm. So there is a dentist near you. Um, be sure to, if you have insurance, ask if they are an HMO, PPO. And that PPO means um, you can go where you like, and HMO means you have to go within a, a system, and it's okay. They still have great hygienists in those environments. And then there are fee-for-services where if where you would like to go, don't they aren't a provider for your insurance, it's okay. You can pay the cash fee to be treated in that place. But please go to the dentist. All right. Thank you so much for coming on, Christy Davis. Thank you for having me. Thank you. And with that note, we're going to end the show. We thank you for tuning in to Moral Compass Podcast. What you gonna do? What you got? Complain and make your own way. Take it back. What you gonna do? What you gonna say?